everybody. Welcome to the Hyrith and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle, and with me is my buddy, Jaren. I just realized I forgot your last name. That's fine. Doesn't oh, matter. man. What? I don't... Hey, oh, don't make me do this. You it's do it. Horrocks. Horrocks. Yeah, okay. H-O-R-R-O-C-K-S. Dude, I am terrible with people's last it's names. It's okay. The reason I'm spelling it is because I'm planning on removing the H-O. Oh, really? Like, probably this year. Really? So it's just going to be rocks with two R's. <laughs> really? Yeah, not even kidding. So how is it, how's it going to be spelled then? R-R-O-C-K-S. Oh, really? Rocks with two R's. So that's going to be your last name? Yeah, I is think Jaren so. Jaren Rocks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's like, I, I mean, growing up, it's like Horrocks, right? So it's yeah. not, not a very pleasant name. No, it sounds like Horcrux. Yeah. Well, okay, so now, at, once Harry Potter came out, people yeah. were like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, just kill me to get to Voldemort, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, just being but, a little kid. Yeah, but you change it to Rocks with two R's. So one, people have to kind of... That's like, pretty cool. Wait, what? I know, it's weird. Yeah. Like, you don't have words that start with two r's pretty no. much ever no. um and it's r it's kind of like it's still part of my last name uh-huh. so i don't feel like i'm just saying goodbye everything i was like right, i'm saying yeah. like i re- recognize that yeah. but i'm iterating we're yeah. updating you know that's sick yeah. should i put you in this episode title is that name sure okay yeah. there we go we'll yeah. start off there Ayo. we're doing it everybody uh i so i can't even remember when we met it was it was less than three years ago right um i think it was so. when you first it was when you came out um, i was i was visiting when they were starting things over yeah, at pressed right so so i know jaron through bobby and abby weaver who run pressed and everyone knows about that if they know me um but yeah and we met and we met over mario kart and you're yes. the one who convinced me to get a nintendo switch yeah and i think you've been addicted to it oh yeah ever, ever since, since. <laughs> like my Last year for Christmas, not this one that we just had, yeah. but the previous year, I had my mom buy me those like old school, the old school Switch con- or uh, old school SNES controllers uh-huh. that I, I'll show you later when we play Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she also got me that port over there so I could keep one on one television and one on the That's other. Cool. So all I have to do is move are, like are the they they're like the Bluetooth ones or no, are they like legitimate it, old ones like yeah no 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 it's a Bluetooth okay, one okay yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still have my SNES I over saw that, there yeah. yeah and it works um is this <laughs> sorry everybody that we're just talking about stuff that you can't see behind the camera i feel like that's normal for podcasts though yeah like for sure I've, I've listened to podcasts that are like oh yes this is such a nice room yeah. and everyone talks about the room and you sit there and you're like i can't see <laughs> <laughs> it's theory of the lot li- of the mind but you yeah. can check this out on if you're listening to the audio check it on facebook and on uh, youtube mm-hmm. but um so jaron and i met i've always found you very fascinating because you are very interested and I only interested seems like I'm downplaying it in sure. technology. Like you have a you have a very strong passion for technology, but you're also a spiritual person. You're would you call yourself a Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I'd say Christian. Yeah, yeah. So like it's yeah, I've always found that very fascinating because um, something that I really wanted to try to get into this season is what I kind of classify in my head as new mythology. Uh-huh. So like. What I mean by that is, like, what is the current, like, biggest figures in the zeitgeist, which is aliens and, like, yeah. technology, yeah. you know? So, it's, like, yeah. for me, they're they're a form of new mythology. And you seem to... I don't know how you feel about aliens. I can't remember if we've ever discussed about that. I don't know. But technology is... As someone, I'm, like, much more 
natural of a person again you can define what natural is later or whatever but like i like dirt more than i like like computer parts sure you know so like um yeah i I never had that connection to it so what is what what really where did that start for you like when were you like oh shit like this is the thing yeah no it's really interesting i i think i like stuff that tends to be I, i think maybe we all have an obsession with things that are tend to be bigger than us right like oh, there's like me inside and then there's society and this whole thing that's going on around us. Um, and I just remember like, it's interesting when bigger things affect your life. So for me, I remember um, getting a Game Boy Color. That was mm-hmm. like my first my first personal console. My parents had a Sega Genesis. And so I had this Game Boy your Color. Your parents had it? Yeah, my parents had a Sega Genesis. They got it as a wedding present. Oh, they really? They never really played. And it was so old that at the time, the only TV that I think maybe my parents had or whatever was one of the old ones that you had to uh, you had to connect the input yeah. of the Sega Genesis to the antenna cables. So it wasn't oh, yeah. it wasn't yeah, even yeah. like you know the yellow yeah. uh, yellow red white mm-hmm. cables. That's how that connects to that TV. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. antenna cable. So you have to like you know it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's I, amazing. I mean, because that's a modern TV, and the fact that they would still like give you antenna thing is just because probably there's like some nerds gonna try yeah, to look yeah, up yeah. something. That's so funny. Is, yeah. Um. So so I just remember like I remember seeing these things that were like kind of telling stories or whatever, and they were made by something uh, basically bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like in that world, and I see that, and I just remember very specifically looking through some catalog that came in the mail, and I saw the Game Boy Advance SP came out. And, you know, the Game Boy Advance was out, Game yeah. Boy Advance SP came out. I just remember looking at it, I'm like, this is magic. Like, mm. someone just made magic happen, and I can go, like, you know, buy it or whatever. But there's someone on Earth that is making magic. Like, <laughs> and and that, like, it was so... Uh, <laughs> there's someone, there's an actual wizard yeah, out there. Yeah, they were like... And his name is whatever it yeah, is, yeah, you know. Like, and the that's... Peop- yeah, the people at Nintendo. And, and I was... I was obsessed. I, I I remember drawing Game Boy Advance SPs. Oh really? For, oh yeah. I would just draw it and draw it and draw it, and I would draw like, oh well, well this is what it would be like if I had a keyboard. This is what it would be like if I could like plug a mouse in, or if I could play like Sega Genesis games and I had a controller coming out. I would like I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and then yeah, I basically just started kind of getting more into that world, and over time I started understanding, hey, people like someone makes this, yeah, but then like there's a there are places that you can go that they make a little bit more of it there right like here in this area people don't do a lot of tech stuff right but you go out to like i found out okay say san francisco people in san francisco and silicon valley they're they're like on the brink of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so that that to me pretty quickly became like an obsession just because it just plays into everything we do right uh technology yeah it, like literally we were you know we're yeah talking like we about, wouldn't be able to be this exactly wouldn't be a thing yeah, yeah. if technology didn't exist at one point exactly and so there, there are engineers in america that have designed these products there are people you know in america and all around the world like it is a very collaborative thing and mm-hmm. it's super it, it, it yeah and so well, that's also that's do, an interesting perspective yeah. because it is one of those things that like you know technologies as a broad term is definitely one of the things that connects us as a species right because like it's kind of it's the idea of intellectual property right so it's like once something like a train becomes so it's like it should just be for the public you know like this thing just exists to be used for the public like patents like that's where it's 
you know, you can get into whatever that is. And yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I would have no, nothing to say in a conversation <laughs> about patents other than like, I don't know, man, people should have rights to keep what they make. I don't uh-huh, know, but they should yeah. share. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Where, how do we draw that line? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, apparently, I'll sit here and talk about God all day long, but I can't talk about patents. <laughs> that's too, that's too much for me. Um, that's really interesting, man. Well, just even like, and just something I know about you is that you're very concerned or uh, I- interest with the the large community of people, like society, right? So you're very interested, and I, you know, I would say if I just had to guess for you, and I'll put some words in your mouth, is that it probably has something to do with your Christian background. Do you think so? Of just seeing like this thing that connects people and brings people together. Yeah. Uh... In, 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 I'd say like in the tech world, mostly, I think people tend to be more agnostic atheist, mm-hmm. right? They tend, uh, oh, there's not enough evidence, like, right? Like, sure. I'm, I'm a super, like, I want to see the numbers, I want to see the statistics, and I just don't see enough of that to prove the existence of God. Um, I tend to be, you know, a little creative. So, so for me, I, I also look at like, oh, hey, you know, there's beauty around us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't look at a painting and assume that it just happened. You look at a painting and right. say, wow, there was a creator. Right, and, and, yeah. Um, that tends to be what I do with everything. Obviously, uh, how the paintbrush, you know, <laughs> sure, <laughs> stroked yeah. back and forth, I don't know. Like, well, right. And isn't, yeah. But isn't that the point of science, you know? Like, yeah. it's, uh, I heard, I think, I can't remember who said this, but I'll just pretend that I'm saying it right now. But something like, you, you are. know, si- <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I also heard somebody say one time, it's like, if you quote somebody more than twice, just like, just make it it's your yours. own. Yep. Like, yeah, like, just who cares? Like, why does it need to be this person uh-huh. said it? Like, you can just say I want to hear you say it. Well, that's another, <laughs> I, um, it's actually, I remember quoting this one time when someone told me that I quote people too much. I was like, well, somebody once said, tell me what you, uh, I don't want to hear what somebody else said. I want to hear what you think. Uh-huh. Like, something like that. Yeah. Um, but Lord, I don't even remember where we were going now. Oh, um, oh no, I do not know. Remember where, what were we talking about? Oh, God, you lost it, too. So I think we were talking about the idea of beauty and being able to see this. So science, oh, right? Science, so there yeah, it was. Like... So si- the whole point of science is to to tell you how. It's not necessarily to tell you why. And sure. so that would be the, the, for me, that would be the roles of philosophy and religion yeah. and whatever you would want to put in those, those categories of how do you be a person and how yeah. do you best interact, you know? And I think I... I, I really appreciate people who are very interested in, like, practical things that need to be made because uh-huh. I have, like I said, like, I just don't have any grounds to begin on it, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. if, like, if someone was, like, explain this computer to me, I'd be like, I I just can't, you know? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like That's funny. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, so it's... Because I could, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what, yeah, I... I, I, I just love that because there's a part of me that's like, I feel like I would, I used to feel bad about not like knowing everything about it because yeah. I'm like, whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah. But now I'm like, it's good that you know, like, yeah. I don't need to know. We because, specialize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it goes back to like the community idea of like, you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. That, like, I can do this and, and I can mm-hmm. exist on my own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Technology has been has been to me something like you know it's, I, I guess it's like i look at it like a, as an equalizer as something that can like unite people and bring people together a mm-hmm. lot of like if we talk about society like a lot of my passions tend to be how can we make things more accessible to people uh like you know 
resources are unequally distributed, mm-hmm. whereas intelligence is not. So intelligence is equally distributed across all societies across the world, mm-hmm. right? So you'll have super intelligent people born in in places that have no resources. Right. That person genuinely may die before the age of eight, mm-hmm. even if they would have been the next super, Einstein or something. Right, yeah. Um, and, and that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and obviously, like, you know, that's, it's, it's terrible. So for, for me, a lot of my passion tends to be how can we, how can we make the, this, like, this more accessible to people um, everywhere? And, like, and not necessarily to push, push further some sort of system or whatever, but more just, just so that people can... I, you know, and which is stuff that we still even struggle with is, is really dig into something that we find satisfaction in, like work that we find satisfaction in. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, I would say it's very hard to do that. I have not accomplished that. I don't think you have either. Mm-hmm. And it comes and yeah. it goes. And because yeah. it, it's, because I've definitely have had jobs that have been satisfactory for a period. And then at a certain point, I want more. It's hard, man, because, and I really think that this is why this is such a, like, trope of the millennials to be, like, I want to work, like, in this alternative field or whatever, Uh because we're really the first generation in America where people were, like, you can do whatever you want, and that happened, like, concurrently with the birth of the internet, right? So, like, when society got to this point where it's, like, hey, like, everyone's doing okay enough that you can just go and do whatever you know and yeah the people were saying to that while we were like sending messages over aim you know (laughs) and it's just like of course those things mix together and like people in our generation are like all i know is like this thing yeah you know yeah yeah so it's do you we'll we'll start diving into it but what do you think because the relationship between man and technology has always been like so inner intertwined right yeah. because like do you even get what current man is if you don't have man with spears you know and that's yeah. an early form of technology so there's a question of like how crucial are technologies or tools to human beings and what is ultimately our relationship with them? yeah like where, you know? where's the line draw yeah, where, yeah that's a really good question There are, there's a quote somewhere and it, right. <laughs> I'm going to roughly paraphrase, sure. but they say like, you know, um, in order, in order for you to truly know who you are, you need to go spend time alone, mm-hmm. right? Until you are alone with yourself mm-hmm. is, is really when you start to be, to begin to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. And I have done, uh, just based off of my time, I've, I've spent time alone and I have found, I would say more of who I am, although I'm still kind of figuring it out. And then you get this baseline and then you say, okay, who am I now? What do I want to be? Who do I want mm. to be? And, you know, what tools do I use to get there? Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, okay, so I'm a designer. I can sit there all day long and imagine things in my mind. I can build, I can build palaces. I can build cities. I can build anything in my head. And that is rewarding in its own sense, but it is so, it's so limited, right? Because mm-hmm. no one else can share in that. Mm-hmm. And that's that makes me kind of sad right i can mm-hmm. i can imagine a way out of every single problem mm-hmm. but the problem still persists in real life <laughs> right and that that is is to me what i think about with tools mm. the more tools you have at your disposal 
the more easily your dreams can become reality. Yeah. And and so when I look at something, I look at a tool and I'm like, I cannot wait to make something that I could only imagine mm-hmm. become a reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, like nowadays, I mean, you think about animated graphics, right? In the 80s, that's kind of when things really picked up with computer animated graphics. We can now, I mean, we build movies that mm-hmm. only exist in... And, and a in, digital landscape. Yeah, exactly. And and to show that to someone, they, they you know, like show that to someone 80 it, years ago, they yeah. would lose their mind. Right. And um, it's so cool to see that and to see slowly those things overlapping and intertwining and yeah well, that's the stuff so, i like so have you there's this quote and i can't with this apparently this episode is just going to be about quotes as <laughs> yeah. well but um it's it's something along the lines of humans are the sex organs of the machine world whoa yeah that's that's a wacky one <laughs> but I, I follow i mean I right because it makes yeah. sense it's like well a toaster like somebody's gotta make a toaster yep. like you know yep. and so like it's yep. gonna be us like we're gonna be the thing that that continues on that uh-huh. species of toasters yeah. you know yeah and it's so crazy because now like it's like natural selection but yeah, we're the we're the selectors <laughs> yeah. because it's like well i don't need this anymore because this came along yeah. you know like i don't need a rotary phone anymore yeah. because yeah. who and has you're, right, you're basically talking about technology as a consciousness then even like well this even, so yeah. so so okay so there's that's the question right so again going back to the line between man and and its tools yeah and because even like your thoughts are tools and thoughts are like thoughts are similar to like a hammer or whatever because you can use them to get something done right so you can yeah. use your thoughts to motivate yourself to go and embody sure. this thing so yeah. it's it's a tool and i i remember i heard this somewhere but it it essentially was saying that like that's how we perceive almost everything because we see it by its its value first or like what it's like like it's potential right, right. You, you look at a guitar and you're like oh i could use that new guitar to make a whole album and like blah 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 right. the reality is is if your skill like sure. that guitar is just a guitar right, right. like well that's that's another interesting thing because i was thinking about that last night when i was playing guitar was i'm i'm doing some stuff uh-huh the guitar is doing other stuff yeah and when we're doing it together, uh-huh. it becomes this one thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so there's that relationship with tools that it's like, and it's, it's just a very fascinating thing that we can have a relationship with something that isn't anything. Yeah. It like is artificial yeah. and that it somehow, it enhances the spirit or like it changes the dynamic or, yeah. or whatever that is, yeah. you know? So I guess I'm tr- I'm leading all of this to say like do we eventually emerge with technology? When am I going to be like uploaded to the cloud? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Like, what do you think about all that stuff? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you talk about like a guitar and you connecting with a guitar, and the thing that you create cannot exist on it by itself, right? It mm-hmm. has to be you two together to create that thing, right? And it's a relationship that you have developed. And you have honed that skill, that craft, or whatever. But there's, and I guess, really, it comes down to: is it a good relationship or not? Because you can have unhealthy relationships, mm-hmm. and you can have very healthy relationships. The unhealthy ones tend to keep you from growing, keep you from developing, whereas the healthy ones tend to equip you and push you forward. Right. 
um, I would say maybe an unhealthy relationship is someone who is addicted to video games, right? They're sitting there and they cannot peel themselves away. Right. Um, All their money is just going into like this yeah, next like, yeah, building. Yeah, and, and I enjoy video games. I know you do too. Mm-hmm. But there is a time where you recognize, okay, like, you know, I have to withdraw in order to not become a, like a slave to the video game, right? right yeah. The video game doesn't own me. Right. Um, you don't want an abusive relationship with any of those tools. Right. And... That is that I, I would say that's true for any tool. Yeah, um, and, and I think, you know, there's a verse in the good book that says, like, to the pure in heart, all things are pure. And so, you know, you can obviously, like, dissect that and be like, what the hell does that mean? But you take that idea and you, you take it towards the technology. And obviously people have, like, and I think about this with video cameras. Like, people have done great acts of, you know, social justice or absolutely. have captured beautiful, like, sacred moments on video. But they've also captured deep dark yes. terrible stuff yeah and the video cameras just sitting there being like i'm just the video camera yep. you know it's it's the human relationship behind it that really defines the yeah exactly the so yeah. morals uh, of it or you whatever. know as as time goes on i think the tools that we will be using will continue i mean they're always going to continue to change they've been changing ever since the industrial revolution they've been amplified in that right they change mm-hmm. so much more now where where it goes next I mean, we've talked we've talked a little bit about it. Like you know, you can talk about like human brain interfaces, Let's go into it. We things got lots like that. Of time. Yeah. So there, there arguably is, there arguably is no line in theory, right? There's no. I, I don't think there is a line in theory where a person can become more and more and more involved with tools um, to the point where they essentially become the same thing, or like you just you basically start using a tool as an extension of yourself and don't really ever consider it not being there. Right. Uh, Cell phone. Sure. Cell phone. I would even say if you want to go deeper into current things that are like that, uh, you could say like pacemakers. Mm -hmm. You could say uh, cochlear implants, things that, uh, or or basically any amputee that has some sort of prosthetic. Mm -hmm. Those are tools that you have just... That's a motorcycle. That's, oh, yeah. that's a type of tool. It gets yes, from point exactly. A to point yep, B and yep. lets everyone know you're real cool. And it, yeah, it, it helps you compensate for maybe <laughs> things that you're lacking. Yeah. That's not true. My as, dad, well, yeah, man, I, motorcycles. Who, I want a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, like, if you look up my Google searches when it comes to motorcycles, it's motorcycles. How do I make quiet? <laughs> like, I don't want the noise. I just want the, yeah, like, the, yeah. the bad. Well, when I, want, I, yeah. when I lived over in Taiwan, I had a moped. Uh-huh. And I remember someone shared a meme with me one time that was, it was showed a picture of a guy on a moped and it showed a picture of a guy on a motorcycle uh-huh. and it was like, a moped is like, it's like all the, th- all the thrill of riding a motorcycle, but none of the badass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so true. One time, and then just another quick little story about that. One time my muffler fell off of my moped and I had, I was driving home from the city. It was like a 30 minute drive of just like the yeah. loudest sound and from everyone's, a moped. from a moped <laughs> and everyone's just staring at me. I'm just this white dude with this like super loud Ooh. moped. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's gone somewhere. Yeah. It's a really interesting line to kind of walk. Like how much do I want to be noticed by society and how much do I want to blend in? Like I yeah. kind of don't want to stand out sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we, we we got off the topic of tools. Well, here's... Okay, so here's... Because this is what I was thinking. When... I have this... There's... I guess my, like, baseline philosophy to some degree is that we're all one, and then the separation is of a varying degrees of, like, our connection just because of whatever. 
don't need to go down that road. Sure. But essentially, it's just that I have this thought of, you know, everything is one and it's all connected. So then when I think about tools or people talking eventually about, like, integrating with them or whatever, it's like, well, yeah. I, I already understand that we're one with them. But it's it's a oneness that is, like, we all exist within this general of being. You know, yeah. like, my laptop it exists within being. Yeah. This microphone, the hammer downstairs, whatever. It all yeah. exists within being. So, therefore, it's all connected in that general through line. But then, when I think about the idea of, again, different levels of connection. Like, because this, like a microphone, I have such a relationship with it because I'm a singer. Like, I I record stuff. Yep. Like, I have a closer relationship with this than I would, again, like, I don't know, a, like a fax machine. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So... I guess I'm, there's, you know, like the whole idea of like, well, who's really, who's really making who and who's really shaping who here? You know, like, yeah. again, like, does, does technology have its own consciousness or its own desires or is it sure. just this passive thing that is, which I would tend to lean towards would be this idea of like, these are mostly just passive things yeah. that like depend on us. Because... Yeah, anyways, I feel yeah, like I would I've say, just been talking I mean, too long. At least right now, there's no sentience when it comes mm -hmm. to computers. Sure, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I could see that becoming a thing. Yeah. But right now, even the most advanced computers we have, they still can't think and process the same way even like a dog could. So, oh, really? Yeah. So okay. we, we basically have, you know, like we... Well, what, is, what does yeah. it look like now for them? How do they like... How do they process okay, so, or whatever so that is? So I guess basically we're talking about the concept of like general AI mm -hmm. or an artificial intelligence that is is very broad reaching, meaning, meaning it understands the context of anything. So mm -hmm. like a human, we can come into a specific situation. We can apply things that may be completely unrelated to this thing, but we can start to draw conclusions and make creative decisions and solve problems, right? Right. Um, Right now, most artificial intelligence is built around a specific function. We're going to identify what exists inside of an image. We are going to, mm -hmm. um, you know, identify the different instruments that are playing inside this audio track. Mm -hmm. Things that we as humans can innately do because we right. have contextual understanding. We can bring it into that mm -hmm. data and apply it. Um, but those AI, they're, they're all just different processes mm -hmm. and there is no general ai that can combine all of that yet and apply and gotcha. compare and contrast we're it's getting there it's it's getting there so mostly it yeah. sounds like you're saying is they need kind of coercing to be able to like think in a certain direction like they need like pry prying to be like oh if you're going to process something you need to kind of be sent off yeah in that and it's direction. not it's not like it's all connected right so it's not like it's not like someone sits down and says okay artificial intelligence since you've already done this 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 and this we're mm -hmm. gonna put you on this task today mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't do that it's literally hey we're gonna open up a new thread a new window and we're gonna run this program and it's just gonna be trained around this mm -hmm. but even then that that program doesn't understand how to really draw information and experiences from those other things right mm -hmm. so they're all kind of separate and segmented i can just go on you know you can just go on like github and you can connect to a repository that has, um, you know, just a specific access. So like uh, GPT-3 is a, it was a general, I forget the exact terminology, but it was basically like a text processor language uh, that an AI was trained. And you can essentially put in, you can train an AI on a set of data. Mm -hmm. 
So people would put in, let's say, science fiction books. They'd put in, you know, 50 days worth of reading when it comes to science fiction. They'd put in all of it. The AI would train over it. And then it, it wouldn't take 50 days. You just mm-hmm. put in that amount of information mm-hmm. compared to human. Mm-hmm. And it trains over that data for a couple hours or whatever. And then you could type in a sentence. And based off of that that sentence, the AI would take everything that it trained from and then build a story. Gotcha. And it could build chapters long stories yeah. um, with so characters where, like, and reoccurring plot points and right. everything. Really? Yeah, it it tend like it does well, mm-hmm. but probably after a paragraph or two, you can kind of tell that something's now, off. So is it? Well, why are they building it to tell stories? So they're they're training it like people train AI on a lot of different things. Um, that one specifically, like they do. Or is that did I just ask that question wrong? No, I I, I mean maybe it they're doing it for everything. Sure. Okay. So. And when I talk about like they, uh, it's just private companies, public companies, um, people in their free time, anyone who just has access to the technology that knows right. what they're doing. Right. Uh, one of, I would say the most notable is OpenAI, which is one of Elon Musk's mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, OpenAI, their specific intent is to make access to advanced artificial intelligence technology democratized. So everyone has access to it. Their fear is that a general AI comes along and it's under control from some government. Someone that has a... A, a malicious intent. Right, yeah. Yep. And once someone Or just hits, a intent. Yes, exactly. Right, yeah. Once someone hits that point, they could just basically take advantage of every system that's ever existed because right. it's just too advanced. Right, um, yeah. And so the, their goal is democratize all this information. So they tend to re- release a bunch of really crazy things. Um, just recently, they released one that... Uh, you could type in a couple words, and it would generate a, you know, a, a, an illustration mm-hmm. based off of that. So you could type in um, Pikachu holding a banjo, and it would literally generate. I would say maybe like a a high school graphic designer that got like a C in graphic design. Yeah, it would generate nine to twenty of those illustrations of Pikachu holding a banjo, and it, wow. they would look convincing. You would yep. look at it, and you're like, oh, of course, someone made that. Yeah. So it's really interesting because it, it will generate through that. And, so it's kind of similar that to that, that scene in her where they're at the beach and he's like, make music perfect for this moment. And she knows exactly what sure, to make. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's kind of. Yeah. So in the in the long term, short term, mm-hmm. before AI has the ability, like something in her where it's just completely sentient and right. it's like, you know what, I've decided I'm going to leave this life and I'm going to move on and advance to the next plane of existence. Spoiler alert for the end of a 10-year-old? That's yeah, sure, movie. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, so past that, there's a point that we will get to where, and we're, we're getting pretty close, but you know, you, 10, 20 years out still or whatever, um, where, where we would have something like Jarvis. We can mm-hmm. just talk to an AI mm-hmm. and it would be able to, within the limitations of its its consciousness or whatever, it would be able to creatively problem solve with us within the context of that world. So you could say, hey, I am, you know, I want to design a phone case and it's going to be, you know, hey, can we design a phone case for my iPhone 15? And it's like, hey, sure, you know, uh, do you want it to be bulky or lean? And you're like, well, 
let's pick something in the middle and let's mm -hmm. just make the corners a little bit thicker. And then it shows me three different models that it rendered up instantly. And I'm like, ah, let's go like this direction a little bit more. So right, I become more of a creative director mm -hmm. and I let a lot of that, that brute force task stuff happen in the AI's um, space. So right. it does a lot of the, the manual labor essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're able to take over like more of a leadership role. Right. Um, again, we've talked, we were talking about reducing the friction between making dreams a reality mm -hmm. and that's really where all that stuff comes in right because that's what i was going to say is well what is then the ultimate goal of all this stuff because it you know it's i remember being a kid and seeing stuff talking about like the house of tomorrow and all that stuff yeah. right that was just like this future where like whatever like yeah the same, like exactly Food what comes out of the wall and your lights turn on whenever you walk into a room right just yeah. whatever it was you know like and to, to see this, I, I like the way that you're saying it because it's you're, you're talking about as if this thing exists like purely just to kind of help us. I feel like when I hear people talk about AI a lot, they talk about it as just like they're just making this thing to exist as this thing, you know, yeah. like with no real other purpose other than like just to play god and see if they can make a sentient yeah. thing you know yeah. like and i'm not playing god it was a little bit of a dramatic statement there but You're, like it's yeah it's kind of well it's 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 the it's the weird part of the human man that we all know exists that it's like if someone's like hey don't you shouldn't do this we're like ah, damn it now i just have to uh -huh. like it's yeah it's the kind of i think it's a similar like mentality when people are like oh like nuclear power oh mm -hmm. my goodness like all of those like nuclear explosions and they just there's no context it's just sure. oh there are a couple events that are making me terrified right. and i'm gonna let that fear control all of my thought processes like right. okay but what about all the safeguards that have been implemented since then arguably nuclear power is the safest form of like renewable sure. or sustainable elect well, electricity well, you know stuff like that well i've really learned over the past couple of years is that like any narrative that's getting thrown your way is probably just part of a narrative it's it's <laughs> yeah. not the whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. you know like and because it's like i didn't i didn't know about elon musk's company like trying to democratize that yep. or whatever it is you yep. know so it's like this is yeah I, yeah. And for context, I'm not a super Elon Musk fanboy. Sure. Yeah. Um, I like just, how people have to like to, yeah. to like quantify that of yeah. just being like he's such a I don't I don't want to say div divisive figure, but I guess yeah. he is to some degree. Um, he's got a he's got a lot of personality yeah. for we're not used to someone that rich and famous yeah. like having as much personality. Yeah. I tend I tend I try and be very diplomatic, mm -hmm. so I my preference is not to make enemies with people. Sure. Uh, why not? And, I mean, why would you? What's yeah, the, what's, exactly. So yeah. like I admire a lot of, a lot of the business stuff that comes along with that. Um, you know, him as a person or whatever, I don't really need to speak on that. It's sure. Just, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, so I guess, okay. So here's, let's, let's bring God into this because yeah. where does God fit into all of this? And is this part of whatever God sent us here to do? Right. So like, is there's this idea i guess you could be it's like well here's you know god makes man for man to make technology for technology to do whatever it's sure. supposed to do and to complete the circle to unite right man and see with but god. here's yeah, yeah. here's so i guess like i don't want to well i don't know do you, i'll ask you before i give my opinion on it but do you feel like we do you feel like technology is supposed to get to a place one day that we can merge with or is it always just this tool relationship that we have? 
and again, even is the idea of living forever just a tool, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a fun question. Uh, you know, when people talk about, oh, is reality a simulation? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's funny because one, it's a full circle, right? right. We basically said, oh, God exists. And then people are like, well, God doesn't exist. And then people are like, but wait, we design computers and we can make 3D worlds. And what if God's just like us? What if, right. yeah. what if he's a creator, right? And then right. you're basically saying like, we're in a simulation. Isn't that the same thing as saying there is a God, right? Yeah. Like, that's it. And anyway, that's, that's, that's a, a, well, if, for me. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. For <laughs> me, it's always like, I love that you made that example like so pre- clearly obvious because it's like well yeah of course as atheism arose and there's in this innate desire within people to know god then of course people that only know technology they're going to be like well what if god uses technology sure. you know yeah. or is technology yeah and i mean I, yeah within if you had no context from you know religious texts or whatever sure. you could just say wow based off of everything i'm seeing like there was someone with a big computer that mm-hmm. created me. Maybe God is just a guy sitting in the in an office, right? And he created us, and we're running on a computer. Yeah, like, I can I can totally see where people come to that. I just am more in love with the older, more romantic versions oh, sure. of that yeah, yeah, yeah. narrative of like yeah. God speaking it out like a song or something yeah, like I, that. I tend, I, t- I don't really hold to the like sure. that. I don't think God's a copy and paste office <laughs> employee. Like, I think I think. He's, well, yeah. well, there's something to be said about a code, right? Because, well, let's define, well, what is a code, right? Because there's a certain sequence that's put in place to make something happen, uh-huh. right? So it's like, maybe I do know something about computers. You go yep. into it, you type in code, and then now something's blue that wasn't blue yeah. before. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're really, you're, you're digging in. Yeah. And I think, again, going back to what we talked about earlier about science is I think science is really trying to figure out the code right that everything is like kind of running on yeah what i fear is is i don't i it 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 almost has to be infinite you know like the amount of like potential or yeah whatever it is to figure out you know Uh, so i just i don't know if i i so this is where my struggle is is because it's like well we're here and we're so darn inquisitive and we want to know and like Mm -hmm. we want to seek but it seems like a lot of these questions are just so beyond our, our grasp. Maybe I'm also yeah. being limited of humans, yeah. you know? Well, I, I think there's there's a question of like, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, and you kind of touched on it. It's like, what is, what is science here for? Is it to like defeat God or to meet God? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and when I think about it, like, I, I don't, I think one of the most dangerous things that, not only religion, but just any sort of like group think that comes from uh, humans, ideology, you know, people, people are very afraid of anything that challenges their preconceived notions. And that happened, you know, Galileo was like, Hey, uh, we go around the sun and the church at the time was like, wow, you're a heretic, (laughs) you know? And I would, I would say like modern day is kind of like people saying like, wow, there's climate change and we need to be careful or else people are like, the oceans are going to rise. And, and then, like, the church at the time, right, the, the mm-hmm. church at the time mm-hmm. is like, oh, climate change isn't real, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. like that to me is like, that's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're just afraid of what Galileo is saying. Take a step back. Let go of your ideology. Like, you know, and. Right. and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think I, I think that's the problem with, like, the church existing as this thing because it's. The problem with being a thing is that you have to have shape and definition. Yep. And then, but the problem is the idea of a church 
is supposed to be like there's this place where we can come together as as a as a group to collectively build ourselves and to collectively worship but it also society progresses and changes you know and and we once had you know when the christian church began it seemed like the people who were in charge of the christian church if you read the new testament were okay with people continuing to be slaves they're just like sure. listen if you're sure. a slave yep. Just keep being well, a slave. Well, the Bible talks about it. It's okay. So that means I can have slaves. What? Right. And Holy they justified that <laughs> right yes. up until yes, like they... 200 years ago. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So we're, we're, and now like, you know, I would say, I would say at least 50% of the churches in America are probably gay affirming or like, are, oh, will fly an LGBT flag sure. to some degree or something sure. like that. Um, which again was not a thing, even just when I was in Christianity like 10 years ago. Sure. You know, like, and so there is just this, you can see these, and I think about um, in the book of Acts where Peter is, he's, okay, so it's post-resurrection, Jesus is gone, he's kind of, he's left everything for the disciples, and mm -hmm. G Peter's sitting there, and he's meditating, and he has this vision of a blanket descending, and yep. on the blanket is a bunch of it, what they would call clean and unclean food, yep. according to Jewish laws, yep. so you have like a... a I don't know what pork, a, pork and, and whatever fruits or whatever. Right, yeah, just yeah. just all that mixed together and Peter being, you know, a good Jewish boy doesn't eat pork or whatever yep. it is. But then the experience says to him, you know, come and, and eat and yep. and so, you know, it's it's there's this clear example in the Bible of here's Jesus, there's point A and then you're kind of building past there based off of what this man laid down yeah. and like here's his teachings how do you take what he said and apply them retroactively to yeah. everything else that he and this is why like i don't necessarily like when people ask me or people talk about jesus opinion on modern day politics uh -huh. because i'm like he is so far removed yeah. from democrat and republic <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he just that's like what are you talking about yeah, how like, dare you there's i i really wish i could do a skit one time of just me interviewing jesus and just asking a question and just him freaking out because he doesn't understand <laughs> like he's like i don't speak english like i don't know what a democrat is like i don't i can't give you any insight into this I mean, sure he could, like, sure, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But pulling like, on his infinitesimal right. powers, right? Yeah, but it's it's just him as a man who started this thing. You know, again, like I do believe he was God incarnated, but it's it, he was a man who was embodying that sure. thing, right? So it's the psychic blast that came out of that, and you just because I think about Western society, if if we wouldn't have had that teaching of. And I'm not saying that we applied it very yep. well, but to say you need to respect people. You yep. need to love people yep. because as society was building, the world was getting smaller and you're running. It's more easy to run into people yep. and, and like you're just running out of space. Yeah. So you, we needed something as a species to come along and be like, it's OK if people who are different from you live near you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, you're going to be yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> So I guess like I see that progression, and then now we're at this place where we're. Pre I don't want to say we're predominantly act like fine with each other, but like yeah. <laughs> you're such an optimist. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, that's not true. We're on, we're trying to like and yes. like I remember just being a kid and just everyone being like world peace, like just like yes. uh, beauty pageants, just sure. like what do you want to see one day? World, world peace. peace. Yeah, like, they don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. 
but but I mean, I there's there's just a, so much optimism in that. I, mm. You know, I was talking to a friend the uh, the other night, and we were saying, which I, I would I, I would pretty much agree with, 2019, pre-pandemic, was arguably the best moment in all of human history. Hmm. Like we had peaked. Mm. Uh, I mean, especially in America. Yeah. Um, but we had more resources. People were not dying of starvation as much. Uh, like there, there's so many really, really good things that happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are so many things that are bad. You know, right. like that's yeah. that's not new. That's that will persist forever. Right. But at that point in time, we, we had kind of peaked. Like mm-hmm. you could say, wow, wow, that's peak civil. At at this point in time, I would say 2019, peak civilization. It's mm-hmm. like where I, we have been so far. Right. And I think at least here in the West, like yes. because. I, like at least for America's, we had uh, what I'll say is, is we had a good two hundred years, for the most part. You know, like yeah. I, I'm hesitant to speak on the future, um, yeah. because as much as you would say that I'm an optimistic person, is I'm also a realist, yeah. and like I look out and I'm just like, ugh. No, like, the, what the world needs is two white guys deciding <laughs> the future. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what the world right. needs more. Of. Right. So yeah, because like, no, <laughs> we're just kidding. Um. Yeah, and it's we've been doing that for far too long. <laughs> and there is a part of me, you know, like, I was thinking about this when I was listening to the Kanye West uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Okay, I haven't listened. It's fine. It's something. Um, but I'm like, because he's talking about, like, he's like, I'm going to invest all this stuff and do this and this and this. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about anyone being that rich and famous deciding what is best for the average everyday person not saying that he doesn't understand the struggles of an everyday i just don't like and i'm not even just talking about kanye west i'm talking about elon musk or bill gates or whatever like here are these people who are they're hyper people you know they're not they're not normal people well they are i yeah they but basically what they have is they've leveled up to some degree they have more influence so a decision that they make will apply for decades to come whereas the, a decision you make may apply for a week right yeah. right so like that's where i'm like well what is is that good or bad right and like who are these people yeah. and especially like uh, people who watch this know that i fight this inner conservative christian who like always <laughs> is like trying to come out because i want to be like but they don't have god in their hearts you know yeah, 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 i want to yeah. be like yeah it's not that like i don't know that it's you know god yeah. obviously is working on them yeah. in whatever way that he does okay, so 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 the question is is like can a person live a an arguably moral life without god sure yeah and i i would say that they can it's more of it's just are they draw you, lines differently but i would agree yeah, yeah. I, I guess i would you're absolutely right and i would say it's more it's past that of just like well that's okay but are they taking us to a place that is ultimately the best place for us yeah you know because i really do I really do think that people, I, I said this on a podcast recently that I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily think you need God to have a, a spiritual life or whatever, but I, the more I think about it, the less I agree with that statement because it's like you're saying, like it's the, it's the painter, right? So it's sure. why would the painter not want to just as someone who's created art, yep. why would I not want to be as intimate and as loving and like to have that. To have a close relationship with the painter. Right. Like, yeah. why would I not want my song to feel like it's the like the greatest thing it could be to be, to allow it, A, to be its own thing, to uh-huh. be whatever it is, yep. but to also to know it and to care about it and to make it into the best thing it possibly could be. Yeah. And I feel like that's, 
again, like I'm coming more from the creative perspective, but being the thing that's created is like, well, I also want the best for me. I want to flourish, whatever uh-huh. it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so let's, let's hop on the train of technology and tools for a moment Sure. and we'll write it down. I am an optimist. I create because I've been created. Uh, there are, you know, a bunch of things that go into that, whatever, but I, uh, from, okay. I think so many people take a slippery slope mentality. Oh my goodness. If this thing changes, mm-hmm. then the world is fallen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then like it's the end times, blah, blah, blah. It's whatever. Sure. Um, yeah. We don't have to go into the So, end times. so the, the, the reality is, is like, the reality is, is a tool is a tool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a gun is not good or evil. A gun is a gun. The only difference is, is the gun, the only thing that it's, it functions for is to kill, right? So arguably that tool is more extreme and like that's... You can also say that it's just good at rapidly putting holes in things, but obviously yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. its yeah, main it's purpose is to kill. Sure, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's the it's, kind of thing... It's like, meant to do damage at a rapid yeah. rate. Yeah, and I think like, when in, people, in, like yeah. something that you can't come back from. Yeah, yeah. When people use that, they're like, "Oh, everything's just a tool, right? It's the person behind it." Right. I agree, but the tool serves a function, mm-hmm. and if that function is less friendly towards society, <laughs> you need to be mindful of right. when that tool is brought into play. Right. Because even like everyone shouldn't have a nuclear bomb button just because. Like, hundred percent. Right. Yep. Like it's yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, taking the taking the technology train. We keep going down this path of advancing technology. Things are becoming increasingly um, accessible for the average person. More and more people are able to do more and more because of the technology that we've developed. Nowadays, we can edit a photo on our phone, Mm -hmm. something that even the best photographers 60 years ago were not able to do. Right, yeah. Uh, Which is astounding. It's They would lose their minds today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone 60 years ago would look at our phones and they would they would have a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, those people are alive now and that's yeah, yeah. the people who were, the people who were born in 1920. I think about them uh-huh. all the time, you know, cause they lived, if they lived to, to at least into a hundred years, yep. like, cause they saw, they were 20 and they probably went to world war two in some, like it yep. affected their lives. Yep. And then they lived through Vietnam and just, they like it, like, it had to be this thing that just happened overnight. Because, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure you feel this, like, as you get older, your life just comes more quickly. Sure. So imagine you're towards the end of your life, and I'm sure years are just going by, like, months, uh-huh. and you're just, like, like someone's like, oh, check out this flip phone. And uh-huh. now you're like, look, I can show you, like, videos of yep. my cat, like, in yep. live feed. Yeah, like, and it's just so, it's so quick. Yeah. yeah, and, like, see, so that's why, so Jamie and I watched this documentary on Druids, a couple months back okay. and i was really fascinated by it because they talked about how this society lived in um like what would be the united kingdom now and they lived there for thir- uh, thousand years undisturbed by like the other people around it okay and when rome came in they burnt all of their history so it was just gone just thirty thousand wow. years of history yeah. just just yeah. scrubbed from the earth yeah you know and I think about those people and I'm like, well, they weren't aiming, at least from what it looks like, they were there for 30,000 years and they weren't like, we need to build something that we can all merge together, you sure. know? So there's a part of me that feels like this this hyper-technology-driven narrative that we build is only because it's we're so emerged in technology. Yeah, it's okay, so 
yesterday I started digging into some new books, basically talking about social, like the social sciences and the advancement of society and what that's meaning on like our lives. And there's a, there's a really big thing. It's like the technology that we have, the um, societal infrastructure we have, capitalism, democracy, a lot of these things necessitate advancement, right? You cannot stand still if you want to survive. Yeah. You cannot. This, we, we do not live in a society that really makes room for that. Yeah, for uh, better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. And there, there are genuine perks, right? We have phones. So cool. I love phones. Mm-hmm. I want phones all the time. <laughs> uh, but, but flip side is I cannot just easily um, opt out of society mm-hmm. and just live a peaceful, reclusive life right. without serious consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, things that arguably 400 years ago you wouldn't have had to deal with. No, you exactly. just wouldn't have. Yeah, like, and, and all my money exists in pay, like in digital form. Yes, you know, yeah. like, I cannot touch my money now. Yeah, and some before, guy was just some like, guy was holding a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just said yeah. money, <laughs> money. It's just written there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ye old money. Ye old. Uh, Is it money has like a U and yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a big part of like the system that we have today necessitates that development, and mm. there are perks and serious downsides to that right um that's kind of that's kind of why like argue like arguably you would want a like it like capitalism up until this point has been mostly profit maximizing right we were trying to maximize profit Mm -hmm. and now like there are like b corporations and there are a Mm -hmm. lot of things that are saying hey hey, maybe we need to take a step back we've maximized profit we've done a (laughs) really really good job at that right yeah maybe we should start to look at like improving like maximizing social like development right like maybe we should put an emphasis on growing our communities and stabilizing our society stabilizing Mm -hmm. our environment things like that um because then at least at that point you still have people that are pushing hey i can make a profit but now we are kind of part of of recognizing that there is a greater cost to our actions yeah um and having a healthy balance there right i feel so much better about technology after this conversation than i did before it like genuinely and not because like i've really bought into the like ai is going to take over and like that but i do think that like again it's just like my relationship with them is purely like platonic you know of just being like i just you you're a tv i'm yep. a tv like thanks like i do my thing like it's not like this like understanding or this appreciation of it but being like i really appreciate your perspective on like this is should just exist to make our lives better like yeah and because going back to jesus my good old pal buddy we go fishing on sundays <laughs> um he he uh he, he says this thing that um i i never understood up until recently and it was the idea of the in the context of the story he's talking about the sabbath right and uh-huh. so he gets in jewish law you're not allowed to work on sundays and or on saturdays rather and jesus performs this miracle where he spits on the ground and he he makes mud yeah and that is against jewish law to because it's a form of work because you're making uh-huh. right yep and so jesus he he uses the spit mud to heal somebody's eyes. Yeah. And so it's this crazy weird... I think it's weird... John 9. Yeah, something yeah, like I, that. Yeah, I just remember... I'm colorblind. So okay. I remember being like, 
Where's that mud? <laughs> yeah. Get me some of that mud. <laughs> well, that's, we can talk. We'll, maybe we'll get into that if I can remember. But anyways, these Jewish people come up to him and he, they're just like, hey, you're breaking the like you're breaking our law. Like, yeah. And Jesus is like, I just healed somebody. Like I just made someone's life yes. exponentially better yes. because I went against your yeah. self-imposed yes. rules. And so he says the Sabbath was or the man was not made for the Sabbath. Sabbath was made for man. Yeah. Right. And so that's how I feel about literally everything. Because yeah. I'm just like, oh, technology wasn't or man wasn't made for technology technology was made for man yep and like same with everything yep. else obviously you have to have a very loving and respect respecting relationship with them you can't yep. just be like you exist just for me sure. like sure but it needs to be like no like i it's a thing of gratitude yep. and just be like thank you microphone because yes. they wouldn't be able yeah. to hear me without this yeah. you know yeah and that's i mean you know we have a very american western way of looking at things like mm -hmm. i have some friends who uh you know are are uh, like they know a lot of missionaries in foreign countries and right it, like let's say people that are becoming Christian in China, Christians in China or whatever they they take the gospels and they look at things from an Eastern perspective mm -hmm. right so they're not saying oh yes Catholicism yes let's think about our Protestant fact, right, they don't yeah. have any of that yeah. they're saying oh I'm becoming a Christian today and the only thing I knew before this was Buddhism right, right? yeah and so they're they're just drawing on things that they and they have extrapolated an entirely different way of living right um which i'm sure has a lot of pros and cons right, right? just like what we have today right our interpretation has led to our pros and cons exactly. of whatever yeah. it is and, and and so it's really interesting to, to see like you know because i think yeah you're right there is a there's a healthy level of respect we should we should have to the things that we own mm -hmm. the tools that are in our lives because like, like if everything is a relationship in some way, I want to have an empathetic and healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. I do not want to have an abusive relationship. I do not want to take advantage of something. Mm -hmm. I want, like, because what does that say of me, right? right. What does that say right. of me that if, if, if all of it is gone and I'm sitting alone, what does that say of me? Right. And... Well, even, like, with my echo dot over there like i try to tr treat it nicely because like it's so it's the closest thing to like a sentient tool right sure. like so it's like um, if if that thing has like even if it's an artificial personality yeah it's like i want to be able to like have this perspective of like well how would i treat it if it was a real person yeah and again not just because maybe it will be one day but because i want to have this relationship with everything that yeah. i treat it properly yeah there's this book called i and thou okay which is it's it's one of the most beautifully written books I've ever attempted to read <laughs> because it's so, it's so, so hard, Yeah. but it's so beautifully written. Like it, the, the logic and like, it just, it's literally laid out like a poem. Uh -huh. So like the guy, like it's, it's just beautiful. But the general gist of the book from what I can gather is that you really have two perspectives on the world. It's yeah. I, it, or I, thou. So it's you either look at things as an it or you look at it as a thou. Like and you can see it's 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 divinity or it's respect or like the yeah. like like I was saying that general being like you're here too. Yeah. Like you should be able to yeah. enjoy your time here, computer mouse. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, were, we were talking I think of this, we were talking about uh the prophet the other day, the book mm. um written by I don't know, yeah, man. I, <laughs> Sorry. I never pronounced his name out loud, so I was just... I forgot about this. Yeah. Let's, okay. let's, so let's talking, dive in. Yeah. I, mostly, mostly, I just wanted to touch on, because it's relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, he's talking, you know, the uh, a man comes up and says, um, you know, like, Prophet, what about um, what about homes? Mm -hmm. What do you have to say on homes? And he basically goes in and saying, like, 
when a house dreams, does it not dream of the plains? Does it not dream of the mountains and nature? It's like for a time you're in cities and maybe that time isn't to end, but the longing that your home has for freedom, for distance mm. between each other is is healthy and is there. And I was thinking about that, like, because I think there are nice perks of living in a town in a city, mm-hmm. but there is something that's like, when the house dreams, isn't mm-hmm. it dreaming of of grass around it and, and mm-hmm. wild flowers and mm-hmm. trees and rain and seasons mm-hmm. and that at freedom like unrestrained and i thought that was just so beautiful i'm gonna i'm gonna frame that poem in my house one day that's, that's gonna it. be out out somewhere that's awesome. it's short drive from a town a distance healthy yeah. distance uh yeah and I, I think i'm i'm trying to take a much more respectful approach to the things that i'm using um and, and the impact that all of those things played. like, Because you can even argue, like, something that's good for you is, like, I don't know, like, a, like an unhealthy relationship. Like, maybe there's, like, maybe you get something good out of a relationship that you know is bad for other people. Okay? Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. instance, I use a bunch of disposable, not, not me personally, but uh, personifying this person, um, Oh, I use a bunch of disposable cutlery and plates all the time because it's so easy to use. Mm-hmm. So you have gotten ease out of it mm-hmm. and that thing has served its purpose, but now you're basically taking advantage of a system. You're like pretty much knowingly being lazy and and you are like putting a level of abuse on a system and a community and a society and a planet. Right. Because you are like taking advantage right? right and the problem with that is, is that so many things in our life like have some sort of that in the background because even like an iphone we all know where they're made you know yes. like so it's just it's this and it's the same thing with like voting and all this stuff is yep. like you have there seems to be i just think this is the general gist of life is that like you can't get all of life without some like bitter yes taste, there's there's know? there's no way to live live a life without any wrongdoing to other people um mm. Even even if you're even if you decide, hey, I'm gonna go in the Canadian wilds and I'm gonna build a house and I'm never gonna talk to anyone ever again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy, but you live in Canada, mm-hmm. who took land from Native Americans, right? And right? well, like, also it's you like you also away from that. <laughs> you're also hurting your family by not being there, you know? And sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Or like even you're hurting society to some degree because you're not there contributing yeah. when we all need as many hands. To, on the yeah, so the goal is to make the goal you know? is to make the bad things as bittersweet as possible, right? right? Yeah. Look, look for the upsides and try and make them healthy, and then constantly progress towards something a little bit better. Right. Um, and yeah, and so so, like I have I have these four things that I've written down a few times, and I'm gonna try and recall them. But it's basically like how, um, just a way to kind of get through life is how do I, how do I not control people. Mm. in this system how do i not control the people around me right how do i not be manipulative mm-hmm. how do i not let people manipulate me how do i not let a system manipulate me how do i remain a three a free thinker with my own thoughts mm-hmm. um, without being manipulated uh and then acknowledging that how do i change the system that i am in for mm-hmm. the better without mm-hmm. overexerting myself in a healthy way mm-hmm. and then past that how do i survive in the system how do i make enough money to get through i may not approve of the system mm-hmm. but unfortunately i'm a part of it right and and i was thinking these four things are foundational to how i want to live mm. i don't want to be manipulated mm. i don't want to manipulate others mm-hmm. i don't want to let the system exist as it is because there are so many things that are wrong right 
but acknowledging the system that I'm in, mm-hmm. that I do not have the ability to completely remove myself of. Right. How do I? How do I survive? Right, and that's I. I think about that in the context of Christianity, of just like, well, what if what if Christianity as a whole had that perspective of just like, you know, we're yeah. not going to manipulate anybody, yep. but we're also not going to be manipulated. We're going to know what we stand for, and you know, how do we, how do? Because I think the problem with especially Christianity is, uh, let's not say Christianity, let's say Protestant Christianity that's very focused on the inerr- the inerrancy of God's word for an example of just yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah you know like yeah. it's 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 when you have a system that tells you that everything kind of wrapped up in it is perfect and like it there's no flaws in the axioms yes. then it's just like you're so you you're missing one of those fundamental things of yep. being able to see the hole in your boat yep right so it's yep. like then you can like and this, I mean, we can see it with the church right now is that there's so many crises and so many scandals Absolutely. because they didn't take the time to acknowledge the holes in the yeah, boat. And you have a bunch of people that are trying to get on the boat and they have duct tape and they're like, please let me seal this hole. Please yeah. let me make your boat stronger. Let me help you sail to infinity. And right. they're just sitting there stabbing everyone that tries to get on the boat. <laughs> they don't get it. Yeah. How do you feel about it, Jared? You feel very... I mean, that's what I grew up in, right? right. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I'm yeah. assuming you did too. Yeah. But for me, it's been more of a recent realization, and it's oh, it's it's so frustrating. Well, this I remember being like in Christianity. <laughs> Clearly, that that yeah, no, you got you got very passionate about that. <laughs> Stop well, no, stabbing me. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because that's how exactly how I feel, and I remember like when I was young and in an evangelical church, we were constantly praying for revival and constantly praying for the nation to change. And then when it happened, but it looked like the kind of nation moving on past Christianity and the people within Christianity, younger, obviously, and those same people who were praying those prayers are now like, hey, we need to like actually, it's not that God is going to change, just change people. He's changing the people that he wants to use to influence people for light. You know, that was the whole point of Israel was to be like, you are supposed to exist as a nation to show the rest of the people what a good relationship with yeah, you know, God apart. looks like right. Yeah. So it's like, what? And again, it's not. Let's strip away the religious language of that, which is you were supposed to exist as a nation that shows people how to be the best versions of yourself to to send love and to be a place of prosperity to yeah. the to the people around you, and that is what the church is supposed to be. Yeah, and that's and even people say that because they have this innate understanding that Christians are are supposed to be morally more correct than the rest of us. Now. Arguably, that might not be the best thing for them because yeah. I think I think the narrative of the Christian is saying I am aware that I am more flawed than other people. Yeah. Sometimes, also, it comes across yeah, as yeah. like I am holier than yeah, everyone. Yeah, I'm self righteous you know? and humble. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem is because our the self righteousness that is rises up out of Christianity comes from this place of I am I am pure. Yep. A like I've I've been cleansed. And I have a relationship with God yeah. that's therefore you don't. Like, uh-huh. of course, like... Yeah, it's elitism. It's, right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, there's uh, there's a verse, and I forget what it is, but it basically digs into, it's like, um, you know, if there's a person who is uh, causing conflict or whatever, go warn them, tell them once, tell them twice. And if they don't acknowledge it, if they don't change, go away from that person for they are divisive. Mm-hmm. And, and I... There are some people that are very close to me that mm-hmm. I love so much. And unfortunately, there are things like that that come up. I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is this is a serious flaw in the way that you are living. Mm-hmm. 
I am open to you addressing flaws in me, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, we are we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, let's address flaws in each other so that we can be strengthened. Mm-hmm. But then when I address a flaw, mm-hmm. you suddenly lash out as if I am, you know, yeah. And right. it's like, okay. Well, it's the lack know, of I, that. It's the lack of what I would say is the acknowledgement of what genuine Holy Spirit is of just like this thing that it's it's shaping and it's, like, and there's a reason that they called the Holy Spirit the teacher, right? Because it's, yeah. like, it's not just the thing that, like, yeah. whatever, but it's the thing that's supposed to show you your errors and to show you in this thing. Yeah. And that's, like, a theme of this conversation is, like, there are people who aren't aware that they're, like, because this is something I tell myself is, like, you're not right about everything. Yeah. You can't be. There's, I know I'm not. Like, right, I, it's like, right? Like, like we, we sit like here and we're like, yeah, we're wrong about a lot. Because there's too much. There's too much yeah. to be right about everything, you know? And, like, there's too many perspectives and just all this stuff. And, like, obviously there are some things that are right and whatever, you know? Sure. But Mer- even then, even sometimes those lines are still hard to define. Right. right. Like, again, like, you know, you know, we can sit here and we can talk about murder being wrong. But, again, like, if somebody busts into my house, yeah. like... Then, then the lines begin to blur a little bit. It's well, like, well, now you're not where you're supposed to exactly. be. Exactly, and 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 I, I guarantee you, like, even if maybe we get off of this and we have a gen, like a, a personal conversation, like there are things that I think we would probably disagree on. Um, and but we can both sit there and say, like, wow, I'm glad that we have the, we've given each other the room to be inquisitive, to learn, and not to judge and condemn, right? right? And and, and unfortunately, that's just kind of kind of the the route you have to take. Um, right. I, I I think about like King David. He wrote he he basically was like writing in uh, maybe Psalms. He's writing a prayer and he's like, "Hey God, forgive me for even the sins I don't know I've committed." Right. Yeah. And how smart, how wise to 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 say there I have blind spots and I will never realize them. God, please forgive me for that. Right. And that's wow, when I apologize brave. to people. I'm like, or just like in a general sense of just, it's just like, listen, I know that I've made mistakes consciously and therefore there's probably mistakes i've made unconsciously you know so it's like and again it's just the humility of being like you can't just sit around thinking that you've gotten it all right but you also can't live under the pressure of you have to have it right all the time right like so there's the that that the, the kind of freedom that you get out of that it's just like i remember one time i was having a conversation when i was a missionary just the like with some of my friends and they were like you know do you think you can go a day without sinning and i'm like I'm like, yeah, maybe, but, like, my whole relationship with God isn't, at that point, I was saying, which actually ended up turning into this, about, like, you know, my relationship with God shouldn't be based around, like, am I doing good things or bad things or not, but it's more about the relationship of, like, I'm still coming home to him, I'm still praying, whatever it is, you know, and I'm still, I still have that ultimate understanding of no matter what, I still belong to God. My mindset eventually turned into that of just like, oh my God, I'm not doing the right thing. I am doing the right thing. Like, and God's just off doing whatever God does. And he's like, uh-huh. hey, like, I just want to, I just want to be a part of you. And yep. I just, whatever, you yep. know, like I get, yeah. I mean, it's so easy to turn God into this thing of like, I just want to make happy or not make happy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is like salvation brings freedom. And that's, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't need to sit there and wallow in my sorrow. I can say crap, I messed up, I'm going to do my best not to do it again, and readily acknowledge that I'm going to mess up again, and that's okay. We both acknowledge that. So if that is the honesty, if that is the basis of the relationship, we can say, we will work to improve, we will, and 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 that's it, right? Like if if I'm honest about it, and I'm saying, hey, these are the steps I'm taking, I'm really, I'm doing a good job, like I'm, I'm doing the best I can, 
And we've both readily acknowledged that there will be flaws in the future. We will mess up. We will sin. And mm -hmm. like, there is no condemnation. Mm -hmm. And that is so freeing. Because I, I was also like, I think, especially as kids, maybe you don't understand mm -hmm. the process. You condemn yourself all the time. Oh, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm trash. I'm trash. Like, really, w where does that kind of stuff come from? Is that is that wording that comes from God? Is that wording mm -hmm. that comes from someone who is infinitely loving? Mm -hmm. Or is that is that wording like, from maybe another messenger right is that right, from sure. like the devil right right someone who's a, a less friendly friend yeah exactly yeah. someone who's who's trying to weasel like shame mm -hmm. like all the like all these things those aren't mm -hmm. those aren't pure like holy they're not things like, that invite you in right like yeah. it, that's that's the whole idea yeah. of god is like, like this thing that's just like yes come on to me like yeah. just why is come. god angry at me because i i am a container for sin mm -hmm. like that's why god's that's why god has anger he's not angry at the soul he's mm. angry at this thing the flawed that, being, right? Right, like, yeah. At, you know, and well, and anger is also a bad word because I, because I, I, I remember one time trying to picture God like so. God has, and I do believe this that God has an, an opinion or an emotional response to everything that happens. But there's so much happening that He ultimately just sits in perfect fine because He sure. knows how to hold it all. Sure. He knows how to be completely angry about something, but at the same time being yeah. filled with well, overwhelming and I, and joy. And I'm sure when we are parents, we'll sit there and be angry when our child touches the hot stove. Right. I love you. I'm mad that you didn't obey because it would have been so much better for you. Right, yeah. The joy that you are now missing mm -hmm. because you chose something that will hurt you. Right. That like That is why I'm angry. I'm not angry because you know because because like, of the act it was yeah. more of just the the overarching sure and, and shock like, waves like, of like what my happened dad loves me to death like my dad is the best but like to do something that directly attacks him mm -hmm. he would be angry but he wouldn't like he wouldn't hate me he yeah would, he would be angry because he loves me so much and that that action hurt like right and or the consequences of right sure and yeah. like i remember hearing somebody say one time that the the punishment for sin is the sin itself is the idea of like whatever the like, we all know when we do something that isn't correct, right? Yeah. And then, therefore, it has consequences. Yeah. So God doesn't necessarily need to be up there, like, doling out punishment because uh -huh. of the way that the universe is set up that sin, quote-unquote, naturally has ramifications, right? Sure. That just, like, the price of the sin is the, the sin. Like, yeah. you just have to carry whatever it is that you've done and make amends and, like, get yourself out of that sure. hole. Yeah. But that's, God's not going to be up there being like, and I'm going to add some, like, extra worths uh -huh, to that, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. Well, hey, man, we're coming up on uh, finishing time. Anything you want to say to kind of bring this home? Um, well, I guess traveling on the on the technology train a little bit more. Sure. As from from my observations, I think let's say there is a day where technology becomes the thorn in our side. It it really it really becomes a bad thing, right? Maybe maybe technology has reached sentience or whatever maybe it's a bad thing at that point in time uh, from my observations up until that happens it is a tool mm -hmm. and it can be used for good or evil and that just really depends on the intent of the person right so for me i i go into the field of technology um with the mentality of i cannot wait to use this tool for the good that it will do for the world and for society and for a community right uh so those are the things that like bring me optimism mm -hmm. uh, and the perspective i think it's again it's easy to dig into a narrative and hear maybe the dystopian kind of stuff sure absolutely but i think there is a very true thread that is as things continue to grow like we we develop tools that can be used for good 
they will be used for evil mm-hmm. and then we just keep that battle going right that's, as that's that nature. evil arises then the good will continue to meet it and make it better yep that's kind of right. how it goes awesome man well i appreciate you coming in and doing this um where can people find you if they want to find you or if you want people to find you yeah so all of my social media is the jaren t-h-e-j-a-r-r-e-n there you um, go instagram twitter at the jaren uh and then are the you jaren. on tiktok oh oh yeah i'm totally on TikTok. <laughs> i am Dude. i'm i love tiktok i think there are so many strengths to the platform we okay we'll talk about it off mic because yeah we'll just uh, I, ne- I know i need to be on tiktok i am okay this it's, we'll, it, we'll get into uh, it later short in short it's yeah. because other social platforms tend to use an algorithm to create artificial scarcity meaning mm. it's hard for you to reach your audience. Mm-hmm. TikTok makes room for you to reach a large audience without them trying to like keep that suppressed. Suppressed. Or, right, yeah. So it, it, I would say it's very good for small businesses. I think it's... <sighs> that's, I cool. know, and that's why I need to get on TikTok. We'll yeah. talk about it anyway. Oh, it's well, a totally different method. Um, form, but. Yeah, but uh, if you like what you're hearing, if you're having a good time, if you enjoy these conversations, uh, make sure that you do subscribe wherever you're at. We're on all the... Uh, podcast platforms the video is on facebook and youtube so go like and subscribe there uh, we also have a patreon so if you want to get more content you want to sign up for some stuff uh, my mom and i my mom and i do a class together on the patreon so it's one of the it's the last tier you sign up for that you get an exclusive class we'll be doing that sometime within the next couple of weeks what's the class on just spirituality like cool. just general like spirit like with your mom yeah yeah that's so cool. we did a podcast a couple weeks ago and and my, people love my mom because she's been a spiritual director for a long time. Yeah. But uh, so it's just good to like have those conversations with her and just be able to record it because there's just so much knowledge there for yeah. her. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So, well, I won't make you sign up for my. Well, <laughs> anyways, we're having personal conversations. I'm sign up. You better watch out, buddy. <laughs> See, I, everyone should sign up. I have such a hard. I'm so bad at marketing. Anyways. It's not market. Here's the thing. If it's uh, genuine, if you believe there is value in it. That's true. Then you can sit there and comment. There's value say, in it. It yeah. is. Oh it my is. gosh. You have a passion for it. Your mom clearly has a passion for mm-hmm. it. She's like, I'm going to do this thing with my son. She's yeah. like, how sweet. How sweet. How sweet. Thanks, your mom. mom. Is, she is. <laughs> Tell her. She, you're very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, mean, I, I think that's true. Very yeah, sweet. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What a way to end a podcast. Uh, thanks so much, buddy. I really yeah. appreciate this. You really did calm a lot of ease. But uh, I'd love to hear from you at home. Reach out to Jaren. Reach out to me. Uh, Check out whatever I link in the description. Just go look at that. Have a good day, everybody. It's been a pleasure. uh, Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. We're all the best. Goodbye.